Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Uh, We're going to talk to Trevor Booker coming up here momentarily. Our very own Jake Hatch is reporting on this. Apparently BYU announced the signing of New Mexico uh, JC forward Gideon George this afternoon. He averaged 14.5 points, 8 rebounds per game. Last year was an all-conference player, all-region honors as well. So that's, that's not a bad get right there, Gordo. How different is that BYU team going to look next season? Well, <laughs> very. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All their best That's what players. happens when you have seven seniors. And, yeah. Uh, I think we'll find out a little bit more. I, I think Mark Pope did a fine job this past year. There's no doubt about it. But we'll find out a little bit more about him as a coach next year when he's you know got, uh, got to recruit some players to fill some mighty big shoes. There's no doubt about it. And he's got some players who will be uh, delayed in their uh, – and they're uh, playing for BYU because of the, the mission situation. All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Uh, visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Joining us now, former jazz player, recent retiree. He is Trevor Booker with us here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Trevor, congratulations on the retirement. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate that. Yeah, hopefully uh, checking in. Uh, your family, everybody okay? These are some weird times. Gordon and I have, have uh, kind of laughed a little bit about how we always say, how are you doing, just kind of in passing. And in today's day and age, we really mean it. Everybody doing okay? Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just, we've just been at home, you know, just chilling. Kids still are in school. Um, and they still get to exercise in the backyard playing basketball. So nice. we're finding something to do. So, Trevor, what's it like to retire from the NBA and be uh, be doing uh, the things that you're doing now? Um, it's great, you know. I get to spend more time with my family. Uh, my kids are growing up and they're in sports. Uh, so I get to, you know, check out a lot more of their sporting events. Um, and I get to focus on, you know, the next chapter of my life. Trevor, Gordon and I were talking about this uh, yesterday, and in your two seasons playing for the Jazz, it it seems like you really developed a bond with the fans, and it feels like that kind of goes both ways as we follow you online, of course, and through podcasting. Why do you think you had that bond with this market and this community? Um, I mean, they're just great people, you know. They, They really care about, you know, their community. They really care about, you know, the Utah Jazz. Um, and, you know, come where, where I'm from, coming where I'm from, you know, a small town in South Carolina, you know, that's how it is. Everybody knows each other. Everything is tight. You know, everybody loves each other. Uh, the community is close. And, you know, I get that feel, even though Utah, I mean, Salt Lake is bigger, you know, I still get that feel when I go out there. Uh, so, you know, they're definitely the best fans in the NBA, and I'm not just saying that. Um, but, you know, they, they make me feel, you know, special. Uh, when I played for the Jazz and, you know, and still to this day. Trevor, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, here I am trying to cover you as a Jazz player, and you're like my wife's favorite player. 
and uh, that that, that, was, that was just weird for me. But uh, but anyway, <laughs> she she appreciated the hustle, the the strength, the toughness, all those things that you brought. And it's funny how one player can can add a, a different component to a team, and that that's uh, that can spread around to everybody. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, I just try to go out there every night and lay it all on the line. Um, you know, that, that, that was my game. Uh, just leaving everything on the court. Um, you know, talking to I gave it my all. And, you know, I think the, the Jazz fans really appreciated that. Yeah. Trevor Booker is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, what was it like playing for Quinn Snyder? Uh, Quinn is great. You know, we still keep in touch to this day. Um, he's definitely the, the smartest coach and my favorite coach uh, that I've, you know, played for. Uh, you know, he's such a detailed coach, and I think that's what's missing from the game these days. You know, uh, you know, coaches, trainers, they, they aren't detailed. Uh, they give everything in a, in a broad spe- uh, spectrum. Uh, and Quinn, you know, he takes the time out to, you know, really explain and break down everything, you know, that he's thinking, um, you know, <clears throat> on the court, just so we can see it from his perspective. And uh, that goes a long way, you know, especially with younger players, you know, just learning the game. And, you know, Coach Q does a great job of, you know, really helping them out and, you know, also helping the veterans out because a lot of the veterans that come to the team, you know, haven't been, you know, uh, coached that way, that detailed. Uh, so he's actually, you know, showing them, you know, some new things. And I'm sure, you know, that some of the veteran players that came to the team, you know, can attest to that. Is there a natural respect that comes when you know a coach is busting his hump to tell you, give you every bit of information that he possibly can, and so there is a natural leaning to listen to what he's saying? Definitely so. You know, if you, if you see, you know, anybody busting their butt, uh, you're going to respect them, you know, even more. Um, so, you know, um, just being a basketball player, you you know when a coach is, you know, busting his butt and, you know, putting everything on the line. And uh, Coach Snyder was definitely one of those guys. Trevor Booker is with us here on uh, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What are you kind of planning on doing next, Trevor? We know you've uh, done some podcasting and that sort of thing. You getting into the media? Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, that's not in the plans right now. I thought about it. I thought about going into coaching. I'm definitely going to do something, you know, to stay around basketball. Um I think I'm going to just take the next couple of weeks to a month and, you know, really weigh everything. Um, I've got a few options, a few ways I could go. But I'm going to see, you know, what opportunities come my way and then, you know, make up my mind from there. Where's home base going to be for you, Trevor? I'm here in Charlotte. Uh, that's where my home base is, and that's where I see myself for a while. Hmm. One question I had for you is, as a veteran such as yourself, what advice would you have when when a couple of players, like the situation with the Jazz, with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, if there is some kind of rift that comes up, some kind of divide, some kind of difference of opinion or difference of thought, whatever it is, we're not even sure what it is, but what advice would you have for those two guys to get back together to get it sort of together. Yeah, um, I mean, I think, I think a third party, um, like a mediator, would be good in this situation because I'm sure you know they already tried to you know talk it out. I'm sure Rudy probably tried to talk to Donovan, and Donovan you know didn't want to hear it. So I think you know it'd probably be great if a, a third party intervened 
and you know get one side you know get how Donovan is feeling you know uh, you know and relay that to, to Rudy and they talk it through um, and then you know Rudy can really know how Donovan feels and then you know maybe Rudy could write something to him uh, or whatever put out a video to him you know um, you know apologizing and let him know that he he recognizes now how he feels and you know that he really apologizes um, I think that could go a long way and that could you know, at least start communication between those two. Trevor Booker with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Trevor, Gordon and I were talking about tough players, tough guys in the NBA, and uh, we were talking about how maybe this version of the Utah Jazz currently could use maybe a tough guy like yourself. But the way that the NBA is evolving into the, the three-pointer and the way it's it's um, refereed differently than it was, is the value of the tough guy or is the tough guy kind of disappearing from the league? Yeah, I definitely think so. You know, when I came into the game, uh, the tough guy, you know, they got, you know, a bunch of love. You know, everybody wanted a tough guy, you know, on their team. Uh, you know, but time, you know, as time, as time went on, you know, they changed a lot. And, you know, now it's, everybody wants to stretch three. Uh, I'm in a stretch four. Um, so times have changed. Um, I, was a, I was fortunate enough to play, you know, uh, both eras, and you know, I enjoy both. Um, but you know, being a big guy, a strong physical guy, I definitely you know miss the uh, the tough guy days. Now, Trevor, even though you were known as a tough player around here, people remember the shot, the shot you made that was impossible to make, that nobody could make. However, you have yeah. said that that little whatever that was, that bump or whatever that shot was, that you practiced that all the time. And that was something that you'd kind of mastered a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, you know, particularly uh, practice that shot all the time, but I would practice, you know, shots just like that. Uh, so, you know, I've definitely, you know, tried that shot, you know, once or twice before. But, you know, I, I practiced, you know, crazy shots like that before practice, after practice. Uh, just messing around, you know. But, you know, I really try to work on my touch when I'm doing it. Um, and, you know, once that when once Gordon passed that ball in, you know, I already knew what I was going to do with it. I was expecting him to, um, you know, uh, toss it up to me, uh, but that didn't come. So I went, once I saw that bounce pass, I was like, it's a perfect, perfect opportunity. And, you know, if you look at the, the video again, as soon as I hit it, I turned around because I knew it had a great chance of going in, you know, just by feel. Um, and, you know, it, it, it went in. Trevor Booker is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Trevor, you had uh, one of the best lines ever, I thought, after the Jazz traded Ennis Cantor and uh, you guys played him again. And, uh, you, you know, the gist of your comment was he got his stats but took an L as usual. You ever talk to Ennis after that? <laughs> no, I've never, you know, talked to him. I, I said, what up, uh, you know playing against each other. You know, every time we played against each other, you know, we spoke or whatnot. There's no bad blood there. Uh, you know, I was just uh, disappointed in this comment, so I, I stood up for the team, you know. When you look back on your career, Trevor, what is the absolute pinnacle? What is the highlight? What's the best memory you have? Um, honestly, I think just making it. Um, you know, if you had to look at the eyes, you would have – uh, guess that I, I didn't make it uh, coming from a, a small town of 2,000 people. Uh, you know, somehow I made it out and, and lived out my dream. Not too many people get to do that. And, you know, I was one of the fortunate ones. 
Well, Trevor, we certainly appreciate you coming on the show. Again, congratulations on the career. Congratulations on the retirement. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks, Trevor. There you go. Trevor Booker with us here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, you know, he sounds he sounds good, Jake. He does sound good. He sounds he sounds happy. Mm -hmm. And boy, you know, still has so many nice things to say uh, about uh, Salt Lake and and jazz fans called them the the best fan base in the NBA. And, you know, it's it's not a surprise, though, that jazz fans uh, would, I guess, be endeared to him. I think he kind of. He kind of uh, has that personality, I think, that jazz fans really like. Yeah, and beyond the personality, Jake, it's just not that complicated. It's not that complicated. I mean, do I need to give out advice to every rookie that comes to the jazz like I did? Uh, who, did I, who did I give advice to? Um, uh, it was, uh, it was uh, Ted Cruz's doppelganger. <laughs> Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. <laughs> how, how quickly we forget. But anyway, it's not that complicated. Go out there, bust your hump. You're going to make some shots. You're going to miss some shots. You're going to miss some important shots at times. But if you go out there and work your tail and dive for loose balls and play hard and stick up for your teammates and play team ball, listen to Quinn Snyder. The fans are going to love you here. They're going to love you. Trevor Booker is a perfect example of that. I mean, he didn't do everything perfect. He made mistakes. He had his shortcomings. He had limitations. And yet people here remember him so fondly in just the short time he was here because he played hard. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, that's valued everywhere. I get that. But I think it's valued even more here. What do you think about his comments about the disappearance of the tough guy in today's day and age? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 there are a couple of ways of looking at that. One is that every retired guy says that. Yeah, that but was I mean, tougher back in the day. But there is this. There is a fraternization with the with the NBA nowadays. Every and I kind of like it a little cold. I like teams kind of giving each other a little bit of. I like sportsmanship. But I don't necessarily need to have everybody all huggy-buggy after games and whatnot. And in some cases, yeah, I think it's cool when I see players come over and talk with each other after a tough, hard game. But I, in some cases, I think it's almost too friendly. See, interesting that I that I kind of read read that a little bit differently. Uh, I, I read it as you know the way the game is officiated. And the way that the game is played now, the value of the tough guy is not as high as it used to be. Well, yeah, that's true. That that could be true. I mean, just well. think of you know, Harden gets tickled and they they call it a foul, you know, and he goes to the line. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 just not the same as it used to be, Jake, right? You're just such you're just such a hard guy, you know that you. Uh, you, you it, does that bother you? Um. Well, I don't like. I don't. I don't particularly like watching James Harden play basketball. I get it, and he's really good at what he does. All right. Sometimes that comes off overly critical. I just don't. I don't particularly like watching uh, a player go to the line twenty times, and every time he gets fouled, you look at it and you go, "Really?" Because he knows how to play the system and game the referees. You know, I I don't like. I don't like to watch that personally. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't either. And I've talked about that. You've talked about. It. I've written entire column. 
about that, that uh, that kind of player abuses the game from a standpoint of forcing referees to, to blow their whistle by seeking out contact. And uh, I think it is an abuse of the game because basketball's biggest weakness is the referees are humans. And it's impossible to referee absolutely correctly. Well, and it depends on what they emphasize, right? I mean, and and when when guy, yeah, and when guys like Harden sense sense the presence of a defender, and then find a way to throw their arms into that defender, regardless of whether that's the intent or not of the opponent, uh, I I think it, it bastardizes the game to some extent and takes advantage of something, a weakness that is natural just because of the human nature of, of, of the game and the way it's officiated. I don't like it. I don't like that part of it. Uh, on the other hand, if a player is truly fouled by a defender, I want to see the whistle blown, and I want to see it blown every time. Yeah. I don't care what the circumstance is. I don't care if it's first quarter, fourth quarter, two seconds left, whatever. Blow the whistle when it's a foul and be consistent with it. Well, and I mean- it doesn't matter who it is who's getting fouled, too. I mean, think of think of Jerry Sloan, uh, that kind of mentality, right? Uh, it used to be in the NBA. You know, if you come into the lane, we're going to put you on your butt. Well, you can't do that anymore. And even in, in, even if you try not to put them on their butt, they're going to fall over anyway, and you're going to get the call. Oh, you can do it. You can do it. You just can't. You got to stay away from the head. Well, you got to brace yourself for a fine and to be ejected from the game. <laughs> I don't think you could. You can rough somebody up without without knocking them to the floor. Yeah. All right, uh, let's get to our partner profile, shall we? Austin, hit it. It's time to showcase those that are helping all of us through these difficult times. This is a partner profile on the Zone Sports Network. All right, let's get out to the Zone phone. Joining us now from Bullfrog Spas, he is our very good friend, great friend of the big show. He is Dan Showbloom with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. First and foremost, Dan, how are you and yours? Is everybody doing all right? Hey, guys, yeah, great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're all we're all good, you know. Uh, what, a, what a crazy time we're all living through right now. Isn't it uh, isn't it crazy, Gordon? Hearing Dan's voice, it feels like he should be right here in front of us, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah, it feel like we yeah. should be in that showroom right now, yucking it up it, like we always it do? Does. Look, it does. Look forward to when we'll be able to do that again. Hopefully, sooner than later. Well, let's and Dan, Dan, I've said this time and time again. People know that I'm a customer of yours. I have a bullfrog spa. In fact, my bullfrog spa is down at your place right now because I was going to have you store it, and then I was going to come down there and get a new one. Uh, and I'm sure there are beautiful new spas to buy, right? Yeah, ab- you know, absolutely. You know, one of the one of the silver linings for us during during this health crisis that we're all going through is is you know the messages that we're receiving from from our good friends and customers and that type of thing that 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 are they're telling us much like you have a lot of times over the years, Gordon. That hey, we're sure glad we have this for our family right now in a time where we're spending so much time at home. It's great to have a place to, to, to relax and escape from everything. And uh, so, yeah, we need to... Uh we need to make sure that we get that uh, we get that upgraded for you as, as soon as possible, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, and for the very reason that you just talked about, we're all spending more time at home. We're all uh, spending time with people who are we're isolated with. That's the way you want to say it. 
And if you know you're isolated with people, then you can enjoy a hot tub with them, you know. And it's, it's, a, great, it's a great family activity, and the kids of all ages love it. Yeah, you've you've heard us talk about the, you know kind of our message of peaceful body, peaceful mind, peaceful home over the years, and and you know at all times, but especially in times like this, a place that you can kind of escape from from your stress and worries, let your body re- rejuvenate or, or, or connect with your loved ones. It's it's a great thing. It's a great thing to add to your home, and uh, you know we've been lucky enough with with good social distancing measures and those types of things in place to be able to keep. To keep our stores open and continue to uh, to care for our customers, we're 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 learning how to do that a lot of new ways. You, if if you need care products for your for your pool or spa, you can you can call ahead for curbside uh, pickup. Or if if you'd like to set an appointment and have a backyard consultation on a new hot tub, we can we can do that. Really, kind of whatever works well for for our customers at at, at this time, but. But we are still uh, lucky to be able to continue to provide this for people in their homes. Dan, that is so cool. And Gordon and I have talked about this a lot, obviously, over over the past few weeks. You know, businesses out there that are adapting and evolving and figuring out ways to still serve the community at large, even though we've got a couple of obstacles we got to get around these days. Yeah, absolutely. I think. You know, and I think that you know the Utah community uh, has done a really, really good job with with that. We we tend to be somewhat of of an innovative people. We have great innovative businesses here, and we've seen in our own business and and then businesses that are adjacent to ours, we've seen all sorts of innovations. Where just like you're saying, people are they're trying new things and they're figuring out new ways to serve their customers. And you know, together we're all getting through this. So, Dan, do you have new models down there that are ready to go now, or how? What uh, has the uh, has the epi- the pandemic uh, slowed that production, or what's the status? Boy, it's a great question. You know, we we actually fired up a new manufacturing facility here just in in the last um, month or so out in in Harriman, Utah, and. Uh, so our factory stores are still open up and down the Wasatch Front. We um, we are manufacturing a little bit slower than normal. Social, social distancing slows us down a little bit. The supply chain has been a little bit a little bit challenging. But to answer, to answer your question, yes, we do have new models, uh, some 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 brand new M series models uh, in in our showrooms that are just a really unique hot tub design. And like we often do, we have some scratch and dent models or some last year's models that you can get an extra an extra great deal on. So, Dan, where would you recommend our listeners start if they're interested in uh, getting the ball rolling on this thing? Go to bullfrogfactorystores.com, bullfrogfactorystores.com, and you'll find the factory store nearest you. We've got stores in Logan, Layton, North Ogden, Salt Lake, Bluffdale, Orem, and Springville. Or you can uh, chat with us online there. You can uh, set an appointment for for an after-hours visit to a store, uh, a backyard visit, uh, make a call and, and schedule a, a curbside pickup. So bullfrogfactorystores.com, and we're ready to uh, work with you in, in any way there. Well, Dan, I mean this wholeheartedly when I tell you you are one of our very favorite people, and Bullfrog Spas is one of our very favorite partners. We're glad to hear you and, and everybody down there is doing well, and glad to hear you're still out there helping our listeners. Jake Gordon, as always, we appreciate it. We appreciate the partnership over the years, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in person soon. Thanks, Dan. Stay well, my friends. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's Dan from Bullfrog Spas. And, you know, Gordon, their, their tagline, and we talked about this a little bit, but peaceful body, peaceful mind, peaceful home. Boy, that sounds pretty oh, good about now, doesn't it? It sure does. You know, think about what that's like. You get up in the morning and 
you're a little stressed out, you know, you're a little on edge because of all the, the, the adapting that you talked about that everyone's got to do. Well, think about soaking your body in one of those uh, spas that uh, makes everything feel right. Yeah, it sounds all right, doesn't it? Sounds pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, uh, like, the, it was cold this morning. It was cold yesterday, too. Like, yeah, that sounds all right. Okay, uh, coming up next, we have drops of the day. I let a listener select mine today, and it is phenomenal. Uh, we'll get Mine go- features a lot of Gordon. Ooh, uh, Austin's features a lot of Gordon today. and uh, Gordon, Maybe too much Gordon, huh? Gordon, you going to be the wild card <laughs> where we don't know what we're going to get? Can there really be too much? Yeah, uh, yeah I we'll guess. see. Yeah. Yeah, Lisa probably thinks. I was going to say, should we ask Lisa that question right now? What would her answer be? I I understand my place in. (laughs) Do you have to? Do you have to like put yourself in the in you know in the east wing while she's in the west wing for a couple hours just to you know help her maintain her sanity? Well, let's just say it this way: that I think everybody in my family probably likes me isolating myself a little more often. Yeah, it's. uh, now, are you kidding me? They love me. They want me around all the time. <laughs> all right. Uh, drops of the day coming your way next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it? Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time for Drops of the Day right here on The Big Show. Uh, Gordon, basically this is uh, the segment where we pick some bit that we want to hear, a drop, uh, a funny bit of sound, and we play it to have a little levity in these trying times. And I think the, uh, the, the, the segment's been a roaring success to the point where uh, our friend on Twitter, BTDubs, at SportsBTW, also known as Jade, uh, noticed that we didn't do it yesterday when David Locke joined the show for the entire hour in the 5 o'clock hour. And I said since he noticed that he could pick mine for today, Gordon. And uh, he, Yeah, it's he, been such a raging success that you're handing off your duties to someone else. I thought it was awesome that he noticed and missed the segment. I thought it would be fun. Well, well, are you really criticizing made, me for involving our listeners in the, in not the segment? A, not at all. And they made a good pick. Uh, do you know what's coming? I think he does because he said handing off your duties. Uh, I see. (laughs) Uh, Well, anyway, he sent me in three possible selections. One was Bill O'Reilly, which we've already used, so uh, Mm -hmm. did not go with Bill. Uh, The other was a clip from a Today Show, uh, from the Today Show about an eleven-year-old surfer, uh, which was Mm -hmm. great, and and he Mm -hmm. selected it in honor of of Joe Ingles, and it was terrific. But I went with this. We're not going to potty humor, are we? I went with this one because it was just too funny. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Scary moments for customers at a Kansas Home Depot. Police responded to reports of a bomb threat at the store in Wichita. A customer alerted employees. A man inside the bathroom said there was a bomb in the building. Police were able to locate the man responsible for those comments, and that man told police he warned other guests to leave the restroom because he was, quote, uh, fixing to blow it up, but had no intention of causing a panic. man also told police others in the room laughed understanding his joke, which I'm just now getting. <laughs> Home Depot says they will not be pressing charges. But I can tell you right now, you asked the producer for me to read that, didn't you? 
to Ethan now, please. No. <laughs> Have to go to a commercial. No, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. (laughs) All right, we're we can do this. All right, Uh, turning now to an impassioned plea in a string of thefts. Uh, Police are searching for several thieves believed to have stolen a 400 year old bonsai tree. (laughs) The missing tree seen here. Stands about three feet uh, tall and two and a half feet wide. <laughs> With more than 400 points and branches. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, man. It is green with a brownish curved trunk that tilts a bit to the side, as you can see. <laughs> the, the owners of the tree, fifth generation bonsai masters, would like to send a message uh, to the tree. Quote, are you at least getting enough water? End quote. The owners say they've raised this tree as their own child and they are desperate to have it home. It's estimated to be worth about $90,000. <laughs> okay, so you can't follow up a story about blowing up the bathroom with a bonsai tree how funny is that the one guy said he warned other guests to leave the restroom because he was quote uh fixing to blow it up <laughs> fixing that's the best part where was where was this and you know he kicked the door in where, where, i'm where fixing to blow this bathroom up <laughs> I mean, fire I in mean, the hole if, yeah, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be, get in trouble for blowing up a bathroom then we're all going to jail right they tracked the guy down, and he said he went in there and warned people that he was fixing to blow this bathroom up. He was actually up. being very polite, giving everyone a last warning. Where, where oh, was that? That is so funny. Where did that happen? Oh, that At is a Home so Depot funny. someplace. Yeah, no, I mean, what was the station? What was it a, was it a no, major market, or was it a small little town somewhere? I don't know, Gordon. Because once you start laughing like that, forget about it. It's very difficult to gather yourself back in. I'm fixing to blow I, it up. I especially and somebody thought it was a bomb threat. <laughs> I especially, I especially like the description of the bonsai tree as though that'll, d- d- you know, set it aside from every other bonsai tree there's ever been. <laughs> the the it's bomb brown and green and has a curved branch. Wichita, Kansas, Gordon is where okay. the bomb scare was. He well, warned other reason. guests to leave the restroom because he was quote uh, fixing to blow it up. But- <laughs> <laughs> she. She had no clue what she was running into there, did she? Oh, that is so funny. That mm. is so funny. It's a bomb threat. <laughs> Fixing to blow it up. Jake, have you ever fixed to blow up the bathroom? Uh, only several times a day, Gordon. <laughs> Everybody in your family clear out? Everybody, yeah. Daddy's going to... You remember the summer of construction here at the arena, oh, don't you? I do. That was the worst. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to Austin. Austin, you want to go next? Yeah, since I knew that that was what yours was about, I decided to search every time Gordon has ever mentioned bathroom poop or otherwise and play that here for you. A USC quarterback is entering the transfer porthole. I uh, had uh, a regrettable dish. What, are you serious? They're going to have toilet paper in the bathroom? Really? Uh, What I was worried about really was getting pooped on. I didn't want to get pooped on. And I said, who does? Do you? I took my sausage into the bathroom with me. I, I, I couldn't stop eating it. Pooped on me. 
and it was not pleasant. Suddenly, I had to go to the bathroom. Why is my poop green? I went to the bathroom and, uh, and uh, you know, I did what I did. Do you know that you can buy poop? Have you ever done it in like a multiple, uh, I mean, a large women's bathroom? You don't fling poop on your neighbor's porch. Well, you might want to invite your wife into the bathroom on occasion. Don't eat horse poop. <laughs> Wow. That was worth our time, right? Yeah, somebody <laughs> really likes talking about that. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you've been doing radio for 50 years. You know, Those are all within the last six months. Or, yeah, or I was going to say, I don't think anybody else has a reel like that on the station. <laughs> By the way, when I was talking about getting pooped on, I was talking about from the birds up above. Yeah, that's on. your opinion. Yeah, well... <laughs> Good for you, then. Good times. That was funny. All right, uh, Gordon, your selection today? Have you ever been pooped on by a bird? Gordon, your selection today? <laughs> uh, 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 this is a little uh, uh, soundbite about uh, the, one of the great tragedies that can happen to a community, namely uh, Dunkin' Donuts closing down. A coffee shop in Shimokin is closed following an arson over the weekend. Police say a teenager is responsible for all that damage. Newswatch 16's Nikki Cries joins us live from the Central Pennsylvania Newsroom with more tonight. Nikki? Yellow tape surrounds the Dunkin' Donuts on West Sunbury Street in Shimokin. The popular donut shop is closed until further notice because of extensive fire damage. People miss their local hangout and hope Dunkin' Donuts reopens soon here in Shimokin. There's a lot of people that's definitely going to miss it. No doubt about it. Now I have to rely on myself to go to maybe a Turkey Hill or something where I don't like their donuts. I rather the donuts at Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm kind of dealing with it, but I really miss Dunkin' Donuts. I go there every day. I get a chicken baker croissant or I get some coffee, Powerade if I'm dehydrated. I sit there all the time. If I have any like legal work that I need to do, I go there. I meet with my attorneys there. I'm going to miss that place if it don't open up. Yeah, a lot of my friends go in there, get the cold coffee, well, iced coffee, I guess it's called. Cheap, classy place to meet up. It's a location where you can meet up with your friends. It's the only thing this town has. Who doesn't do their legal work at the Dunkin' Donuts? Where am I supposed to meet my attorneys? <laughs> what do you expect yeah. me to do? I want to, I just let's think about this for a second. How, Jake, do you think... Austin would react if uh, his local Dunkin' Donuts closed. I think he'd move on to another donut shop. <laughs> you think he'd be one of these people who are saying, where am I supposed to meet my attorneys? They're keeping me out of jail. Any excuse for a dozen? Wow, why all the shots at Austin? Oh, because it's all in fun. Austin, uh, what's your favorite kind of donut? <laughs> The kind with the uh, fried dough, I suppose. No, come on, you got a favorite. Yep, sure do. Which one? I like the uh, vanilla cake with the uh, vanilla frosting and sprinkles. Thank you very much. Yeah. You're a sprinkle guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. I don't like the sprinkles, man. And I don't, I don't appreciate right. you mocking the good people of Shemokin, Pennsylvania. Wait, wait, wait. Aren't sprinkles just little <laughs> chunks of sugar? Who doesn't like sh- sprinkles <laughs> they, to me they get in the way of the flavor of the rest you mean the rest yeah. of the sugary donut <laughs> for instance if i if i'm eating a, a chocolate cake donut with chocolate icing on it 
I don't want sprinkles on top of that interrupting the flavor of the chocolate. That's all. You wouldn't want the sugar to get in place of the sugar. You keep that sugar separate from <laughs> yeah. the sugar. You know, this, this sugar is different than that sugar. So, this so Gordon thinks the Fruit Loops are different flavors, too. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hey, the are green you, ones are way better than the orange ones. <laughs> are the cake donuts your favorite? Really, you like those the yes! best? Yes! Like the kind of poofy, glazed type deal. Man, the, the, I, yes, I like them all. All right, on that note, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now. Man, I, don't, I don't have a place to do my legal work, man. <laughs> the donut shop closed down. Joining us now, our good friend Tom from the warehouse. Two locations still open and helping out our listeners there in Salt Lake City, 1967 West, uh, South, 300 West, and, of course, 86 East University Parkway down there in Orem. Tom, what is up? I have some deals, Jake, that are just incredible. And I forgot all about this, and uh, Clayton reminded me that I've got another Gordon special. All right. We're, we're talking oh, Gordon is, is our gourmet guy. This is an incredible. And you don't necessarily envision this at a furniture store, but one of our manufacturers had a deal, and they said these are parquet hardwood cutting boards. They're supposed to be $79. It's gorgeous. We're going to do one for less than cost at $19.99. We've got 40 of them. So while they last, 20 bucks in honor of Gordon because he's our gourmet guy. How about that? Clayton comes to the rescue once All again. Right. Yeah, Clayton's a guy. How about we do uh, another special? I have some bar stools, and I've got like six to choose from. These are bar stools we normally sell at $99. Uh, they're supposed to be $159 to $199. We're normally $99. I advertised them about two months ago at $79. We have got to create some traffic. So I'm going to do, and I've got two sizes, either the, the taller 29-inch or the 24-inch. Your choice, four models to choose from, not six. I'm counting them as I speak. $59 for an incredible bar, bar stool. Um, if you are in need of some seating, I've got some chairs, same category, Regular one twenty nine. We're normally sixty nine. I'll do those for forty nine dollars. Uh, then we're going to jump over to the Austin special. I have a beautiful, and I've got about sixteen of these left. It's the Austin special nightstand. Regular one fifty nine. We're normally seventy nine. I'm going to boom it out at forty nine dollars in honor of Austin. And then last but not least, we just had another couple come in. They bought an adjustable bed, queen bed, head up with the mattress for four ninety nine. If you are in need, and let's face it, we're spending unprecedented time in our beds. Kids are sleeping in. Uh, mom and dad, some of us are working from home. And we have got an awful mattress. It hurts our back every night. I can do an adjustable bed for you at the best opportunity of a lifetime. I've got this eight ninety nine special, which is the five seventy five base. Normally, the base is about sixteen hundred dollars. It's got all the features that you would want: massage, LED lights, USBs. 
with a 12-inch hybrid gel-infused mattress, the entire package, $899. And then let's don't forget our Split King head-up, foot-up with the 14-inch latex. I'm going to do the whole thing for $1,999. This is what we advertised two weeks ago at 2400 bucks. So it's 500 bucks cheaper. Come and see us. We're going to be here tonight until 6.30, tomorrow till 6.30, and Saturday till 7, the warehouse. Minor earthquake. Boom. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tom. All right, those locations. Orem, 86 East, University Parkway, Salt Lake, 1967 South, 300 West. Appreciate you, Tom. All right, we'll have more Big Show, the Not Sports Report. A quick one coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Uh, this is a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 Do you think zone. Gordon thinks we're laughing at him when we come back no, from break? No, no. Because we're not. We're not at all, in fact. Because you can hear me, and I can hear you, but Gordon can't hear us in the break. And then we come back laughing. No, yeah. no, Gordon, we're we're laughing at something independently of, of you. I don't care. <laughs> wow. That's the truth. That man. is the truth. No, it's, it's fine. Either you one. ever tried to use a uh, a car wash token on the, the old bus there? Because that's what we were <laughs> laughing at. They okay. wouldn't take my car wash token on the bus. How am I supposed to get anywhere? That's fine with me. Uh, it's time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online at LHMUsedCars.com. Gordo, where are we going today? So this is an oldie but goodie. It's two days old, but I've never brought it up, and I think it's pretty funny. Did you see the story about the Indiana firefighter who uh, was waiting for his stimulus check uh, from the government to show up? And when he went and checked out his uh, the balance in his account, it was for $8.2 million. Jeez, it's nice. Yeah, he uh, he went and he uh, took out. He made a two two hundred dollar withdrawal from his account, and he he's quoted as saying, "I looked at the available balance; it was still there. Apparently, my account had eight point two million in it." I'm like, "Quote: What in the world is going on here?" Apparently, it was a mistake, and uh, later on in the day, the eight point two million was no longer there, but. He did mention it to uh, his uh, firefighting captain, Samuel Vargas, and he said, what kind of truck are you buying me? Well, yeah, I mean, if if you were allowed to keep that, sure, I'd hope you'd uh, spread the wealth. But he had to know he had to know that was short lived, right? He so called either the bank. keep it and uh, go to prison soon. Or... Right. Yeah. <laughs> he called the bank to uh, make sure that uh, to check out what was going on. But uh, if if the eight point two million was there, what would you do if you had eight point two million for like four hours? What would you do? I would alert everything. I would alert somebody <laughs> and not spend any of it because you know, either one they're going to hit you with a giant tax bill that you could never ever pay for, or two they they definitely accuse you of stealing it. Well, it made him wonder how much of this is going on around the country. I mean, how many errors are being made? 
He said, quote, it kind of sucks. You go from being a millionaire on paper one second and then back to being broke again the next. See, I, I would hope, I would hope that this is a one-time thing because if anybody, including the U.S. government, just happens to misplace $8 million, I certainly would <laughs> hope somebody would notice. Well, there's a picture here, and it has a picture of his, his uh, receipt from his account, and there it is, $8.2 million in his account. <laughs> I wonder if you could use that, you know, like to get a loan or something. Real quick, apply for one of those two-hour loans? <laughs> <laughs> one of those loans right. they process super-duper quick? Does this kind of money, when the federal government is, uh, I mean, are they dispersing money? left? Does it get sloppy sometimes? It's Next good to help? have a, a big stash of money. <laughs> I don't know, Gordon. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Oh, well, he's uh, he's a rich man for for an hour or two anyway. Well, if they are uh, making those errors, I hope one's in Austin's favor. Oh, you'll never see me again. Yeah, right. <laughs> Austin's on no an island will. I'm somewhere. out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have stimulus checks coming your way, Austin? I don't know. <laughs> If, I'm just, if I do, well, I'm sure I'll get it and then immediately get a bill for $8 more than the check I got. <laughs> from somewhere. That, that you, from nine years ago. That, that you I forgot did. about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's just written in the stars. Yep, yep. Mm. By the way, you uh, uh, returned this library book late in <laughs> 1984. Go, dog, go is still missing. And now you owe us three grand, so... <laughs> That's right, yeah. Uh, Unless you want somebody from the library division showing up to break some kneecaps, I suggest. uh, (laughs) You know, the library ain't open, but collections still going on. Like the, we're like the mail. We go sleet, snow, whatever. We're gonna. There's like a strip mall there now, right? Oh man. All right. Well, more big show coming up. Stay tuned. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Motts and Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Action-packed show today, Gordo. It just flew by. Yeah, we had all kinds of stuff going on today. It was a lot of fun, and it was great visiting with uh, uh, this NBA. This NFL draft is different than anything, obviously, because of the circumstances. But it was fun to get caught up on that with Tom. I in his latest mock, he has uh, the Miami Dolphins trading up to get Justin Herbert at two. Gordon, if if you were an NFL team that needed a quarterback and you had the second pick and you had the pick between Herbert and Tua, given Tua's injury history, what would you do? I'm not sure, Jake. Uh, that that is a that because I like Herbert a lot. I mean, he's got that big arm. He's a big guy. Uh, he's smart, uh, but. Like Tom was talking about, Tua is a phenomenal talent, but do you trust? Do you trust his size and 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 uh, durability? Yeah, I I think it'll be I think it'll be really interesting to see which team takes a gamble on him. And is it somebody with an already established quarterback where he can sit and they can make sure he's absolutely one hundred percent, or is it going to be a situation where he's thrown right into the deep end and we don't know? This is this is why personnel people if they're good, deserve uh, fine remuneration because at times it's a crapshoot and it's like looking into a crystal ball. I mean, how are you going to know? Who knew that Tom Brady was going to be Tom Brady? 
Nobody. <laughs> that's why he went the sixth <laughs> round, right, or fourth round. Yeah, what that's was what, he? yeah, that's that's what Frank Layden used to joke about. That you know, with Stockton and Malone. Well, if we if we thought that they were going to be that great, we've heard Dennis Lindsay say that about uh, certain players. You know, if I knew he was going to be as good as he was, I would have moved up to get him earlier. Coming up next, uh, we have Austin Horton and The Movie Zone. Make sure and stay tuned for that. Of course, I think we're all watching a lot of movies these days. Gordon and I will be back tomorrow on a Friday. Big Show, Gordo. Enjoy your evening, my friend. Yeah, same to you, Jake. Same to you, Austin. And same to all our listeners out there. Hope you have a wonderful evening and stay uh, stay safe, stay sane. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.